Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hello and welcome to Ready to Thrive. Uh, This is a special episode. This is the first episode that I am recording um, since this whole world has been flipped upside down with COVID-19. And I'm so excited to be sitting with my new friend, Angela. Um, Angela is a designer. She specializes in um, designing your home, but she also talks about designing your heart. And I love that um, those are both things I think we could really use right now because we are all stuck at home. So I'm just going to have Angela introduce a little bit about herself and then we're going to dive in. Hi, so good to be here. I feel so honored to sit with you and chat and um, yeah, so thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, I'm Angela Block. I am an interior designer. I've been in the field for over 20 years. Um, I've been a consultant for over 10 and um, yeah, I wrote um, Redesign a few years back based on how to redesign your space using what you already have and um, just felt like the Lord had a greater message in decorating your home. So um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I love, I was checking your website earlier and I love that it said, uh, you have a tagline that says, helping you love your home again. Because I think in this season, as we are home, right, we're spending a lot of time in our space. And for some of us, we might be feeling like, I don't love this space. And what you just shared was that we can actually repurpose things or use the stuff we already have in our homes, which we have no choice right now. All the stores are closed. (laughs) Um, So I think it's actually a great opportunity for us to, even if it's temporarily, uh, shuffle things around, brighten up spaces, create a space that we're actually going to find that is going to be relaxing right now and comforting. And so um, I just want to dive right in and I want to ask you, what are, what are a few things people could do right now as we're stuck at home? Like, where would you suggest we start? Um, So the living room is the hub of the house. Like, I mean, of course our kitchen clean counters makes the whole house feel clean. So I I recommend you at least just do some dishes and wipe your counters down. That helps. Um, But really to redesign your space, the living room is where we tend to gather. And I find in this world, we're so busy and we're pulled every direction. And so we just need that place to come home and just kind of kick our shoes off and gather as a family. And so, um, yeah, I would start in your living room, which is where I base um, my, um, my book on is your living room. So. Okay. So let's just say I'm stuck at home and I'm in my living room and I'm trying to figure out what can I actually do in this space? So I can't go out and buy anything. I may not even, I know for a lot of people listening, they're like, Hey, I'm a single person. I'm probably not even actually 
able to move a couch by myself. Um, so what can I do? Like what's simple to make me feel like, hey, this space has been refreshed or I'm actually enjoying this space right now. What can I do that's really simple and easy and can kind of build some momentum? Right. Um, so the biggest thing is to start fresh. So take everything out of your room except for your big pieces of furniture. So as much as you're able to do, um, take out your little end tables if you can, if not, just leave them um, and take out all your accessories, take off all of your wall art and maybe, um, and then maybe you want to do a quick touch up of paint at this time, or you just need like a lift and you have some paint kicking around in your garage anyways. Um, but otherwise don't worry about the painting. Um, and then you're going to want to rearrange, um, your big pieces if you can and arrange it. So it's cozy seating. So if we're talking about your living room, you want to create a conversational area. Um, and you want to enhance the focal point of your room, AKA a living or um, a fireplace, or you want, like if you have a big empty wall, it's nice to put a sofa on that big wall and then artwork above just to create a little bit of a focal point. But the best thing you can do is create a cozy um, conversation area. A lot of times we push our sofas against the wall <laughs> and our chairs and like, it's hard to talk to people as you're in the room you're kind of yelling across the room or whatever or you're staring at a blank wall and it's not pretty so um yeah create a little bit of a u-shaped conversational area in your um, living room with your sofas and all your seating and then you're gonna add in your um end tables and your coffee table and if you need to shop your shop the rest of your house like if you're like okay those you don't even have end tables sitting in your living room or you're like this is ugly I need to swap so shop your house it's amazing what you can find every time I go in to redesign someone's space like I can spend no money and I give them a brand new look just by shopping okay I, lo I love that you said that because that's actually one of my questions I wanted to say like how can we shop our house and so what are some what are some tips that you have in terms of, I guess in some ways, our, our mental like eyesight, like looking at different things with a new eyes. So how can we go around our house and how can we shop our house? Right. What are your tips for that? Um, just start taking things off the wall. <laughs> okay. Like take your artwork down from other, from other rooms. I mean, obviously if you finished a room and you're really happy with it, you can leave it, but it's amazing. Like um, there is a living or sorry, a bedroom that I was just doing for um, someone and I walked through her living room and I'm like okay I don't know if this is going to work but I just pulled her big art piece off of her wall in her living room and I'm like sorry <laughs> but yeah. pulled it off and um and grabbed whatever art pieces I could find so basically scan your walk through your house grab everything you possibly can it could be vases it could be candles it could be um yeah artwork whatever and tables and bring them um, bring them to the area but don't put them in yet and then kind of just pick through like you know try it hold it up prop it up see if it works and if it doesn't then yeah and I want to pause there because I think that's one of the things that gets people stuck I know that got me stuck for a long time is I thought either people can decorate and design or they can't and I didn't realize that it actually just takes a bit of trying, right? So you take those things that you're drawn to, things that you like, and then you test them out. And I realized this watching some decorators, I was like, oh, they just try something 
and they prop it up. They just exactly what you said. They try it. They say, does this work? Do I like this? And if not, that's fine. And so I really like that you just said, okay, pull things together, see what works, see if you like it. And that's how for my, my decorating, um, mantra, if you will, is basically like, do I like this? And that's just what I go with. I just go with, it doesn't matter if it's currently the most trendy thing or what other people like, is this something that is really giving me joy? And obviously you can talk about Marie Kondo with, is this sparking joy? Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what I try and stick with is, is this the thing? And when I choose those things, they end up almost being timeless for me because they're things that are continuing to bring me joy. And I think in this time, as we are staring at the same four walls around us, it is nice to have the things that we're looking at being the things yeah. that really give us joy. Yeah. So I love that. I love that um, inspiration. And it, interestingly, uh, we have just been redoing my oldest daughter's room. And we just, we did exactly that. I'm like, we can't, we can't go out anywhere right now. I would love to take you to HomeSense or Target or something and pick out some new things. We can't. So uh, I went down to, you know, where I have my little bit of my dumping ground um, in my kind of office area. And I've had a few empty picture frames and things where I was like, you know, we can paint these. We can modify things. And I just said, you know, some of this will be temporary. Um, some of it she loved. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is such a great way to repurpose what we have right now it's so I love that exactly it and you might have bedding that you haven't pulled out of your closet for 10 years but hey look trends are coming back again and it may look awesome and it gives your room a refresh so 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 true now where can people go if they're thinking okay I want to refresh this space I want to shop my home but I need a little bit of inspiration. So where could people go online to kind of get some ideas? So every designer looks for inspiration before they start. It's hard to pull things out of a hat. Sometimes people are super creative and they're the inventors of everything. But most designers, we are looking online. So um, I typically what you start with is a favorite art piece or an area rug or maybe, yeah, you have um, a sofa that you've got to work with, um, but you find something, it could be a throw pillow that you absolutely love and has the colors that you want to work with. And then you use that as your jumping off point and definitely look online, like scroll through Instagram and which is sometimes hard because it's like, oh my goodness, how can I ever achieve that? Right. Um, and Pinterest, but it just gives you an inspiration on where to start and what you're, where you're going with it and then based on that picture or a few pictures you can start to pull through you can like really look at them like okay what's the common denominator that I'm liking in like these three or four pictures like maybe it's um yeah certain colors and maybe you realize like you thought you liked turquoise walls but you actually as you're looking at them you love neutral and you're like oh wait a minute so it's amazing how our pictures um our inspirational pictures online or magazines we're flipping through um, really tell us what we actually like versus what we think we like. Does that make sense? Totally. And I'm wondering if I am approaching my living room, let's say, um, what would you suggest starting with? Do we start with the inspiration? Do we start with a decluttering? Do we start with gathering things and shopping in our home? Like where do we start? So this, Start would be empty the room. 
Okay. Um, actually, no, back up. We're going to start with our inspiration. So take, take your inspirational piece that you love and your um, pictures that you've found online and kind of read them basically, see what you're loving, then pull everything out, um, rearrange your furniture. So it's almost like a decluttering that happens um, yeah. automatically as we kind of reset our, our room, right? And then, and then we go from there. We, um, that's when we start to shop our house and we just have everything set aside old, like stuff that you pulled out of the room already and stuff from the rest of your house. And it's all just kind of laid out easy to see. And then you just start holding them up and making sure like, oh yeah, that works. That doesn't. And it's amazing. Don't worry about the rest of your house because what you've pulled out of your room that you've just decluttered it may actually work in the other room really well. Like I was talking about my um, client's room that I had um, uh, redesigned and we ended up pulling out like three or four mirrors, like beautiful big mirrors from her bedroom. Like, I don't, you know, it's amazing what we collect yeah. and think we like and we keep buying and buying those items. And so I was able to throw that into her living room um, to cover up where I took her big, beautiful art piece to put above her bed. So, um, so yeah, we're going to lay everything out easy to grab. So we're shopping that kind of little, um, layout of items and then we're just popping them up and seeing how they work. Just play, just play, play, play yeah. until you feel like, okay, this is good. It's peaceful. It's working. It's all tying together. You want to create balance with your colors. Um, well, I think that's part of it too is, you know, I would not naturally call myself a decorator or designer, but as I have played and enjoyed trying different things and also given myself grace and realized, hey, it, because it doesn't come naturally to me, it might take me a bit longer. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to get everything right the first time. And so I've just tried to do that. And sometimes I've done that, you know, the kids go to bed, my kids are little, um, and I have one, I have this hutch that I seasonally have, have decorated and I've actually talked about it like building my decorating muscle because as I decorated, I'm like, okay, this feels like work. Like this feels like a lot of work, but I'm actually getting better at, I'm getting better at knowing what I like. I'm getting better at trying new things. So at Christmas this year, I usually take pictures of it every year to, and I want to copy it, right? Like I want to just put up the same things. But this year I was like, you know what? I don't want to look at the pictures from last year. I just want to start fresh and again, go shelf by shelf, see what do I like? And it almost is this creativity muscle that I'm growing and using and it seems to sort of pour out into other areas of my life. And so I think that's one reason I wanted to have you on right now is A, we're stuck at home. And we might be stuck in spaces that we don't love. And so there is something um, really refreshing to our soul when we can be doing something creative and then um, we feel great about our um, the end of that project. And then we also feel great as we kind of sit in that space and can say, hey, like I, I did this. It gives, I think it can give people a good chance to focus some of that pent-up energy that some of us might have um, just sitting around looking at the news and everything but how do we actually say hey I've I haven't really thought about this space and I know for me um, I was sitting uh, we'd been in our house probably for about five years 
And when we moved in, um, I had a five week old. And so I think I just gave my mom my credit card, who's always been a bit of a decorator. I said, Hey, go to home sense. I have this huge space above, um, our fireplace area. Can you just buy some things to fill it? And she did a great job and it looked great. Um, but I was sitting there five years in and I was like, you know what? I love this stuff, but it's probably not totally me or maybe not really give me that joy. And so I realized, Hey, I can actually do something about it. I can buy a cheap can of paint and I can go find some things that are not too expensive or things that I have. And I did that. And that was probably about three or four years ago. And I love what I have up there. And so for me, it was just that exactly sitting there and having that moment of, Oh, I can do something about this. That's the key, right? Because yeah. I'm like, right before this happened, I'm like, okay, we're in a whole new decade and I'm seeing a whole new trend shift happen. And I'm looking at my space as I work from home and I'm like sitting in my living room and as much as you are probably doing right now. And I'm like, okay, I want to really refresh this. Um, sounds silly, but that's just how my brain, it's the creative outlet, right? So and I was thinking, okay, I want to buy this, I want to buy this. And I usually sell off old pieces to pay for the new ones. So that's my husband's thing. He's like, if I don't want to add more and I don't want to, you know, spend more money. So yeah. try and so 24 hour bidding is great for that, that sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, so anyways, as I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this all and I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to change this. But then this happened. And of course we can't go shopping. And even a coffee yeah. table I had ordered from Amazon for like 60 bucks. It was really, really cheap. Um, they said that they couldn't deliver it, I think, cause you know, everything's shut down. So anyways, I was like, oh man, but then it was like, it hit me. I'm like, no. And I do this seasonally anyways, but I'm like, I can still do something about this. I can mm-hmm. refresh this space. And so it's so important to just like take everything off. Like I just take everything off my mantle, wipe it all down, dust everything. It's a great time to clean. <laughs> yes. You just, yeah. You just pop it back up, try a few things. Like it's, it's, so fun just to play and just make sure you step back right like step back take a take a peek at what you've put together and then keep playing keep playing and then there's of course certain rules of thumb which I talk about how to um lay out your mantle and how to hang your artwork and that sort of thing and redefine but um and you talk about that in your book which people may or may not be able to get right now based on I know I found your book I came across it just locally um uh, so people may be able to still get it on Amazon. Yeah, it's okay. on Amazon. It's on chapters and on Amazon.ca and .com and um, chapters Indigo. So it, I think it's on thirty nine thousand sites. So you can okay. you can order people it can on Kindle it. if you prefer not to get any deliveries. Um, and it's a lot less expensive for it on Kindle, right? I think it's like nine ninety nine yeah. or whatever. And, um, but yeah, you can order it from any of those places. And and then if people wanted a deeper dive, you actually have an online course. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So So a visual um, version of the simple steps that I, so in my book, I talk about the rules of hanging your artwork. I talk about how to lay, like choose your color and how to lay it out. And I talk about how to, um, um, what am I? thinking um how to arrange your accessories and all those things right so and how to create an inspiration board and all um but then my course is a visual version of me taking apart a living room and then rearranging the furniture how to make that layout and then um and then 
um, yeah, adding in all the pieces and you don't have to spend any money and then create your little wish list if you like, or your to-do list um, after if you're feeling like you need any refresh after that, but it's amazing the transformation on just pulling everything out and putting it back in. So yeah, it's a visual version of me yeah. um, taking it. Well, I, I love that because I think um, recreating what we already have is definitely going to be um, A, what we have to do right now, but what I know a lot of people are going to want to do moving forward. Um, but then also, like you said, we can we can create a vision board on Pinterest or come up with something. We can gather things for a later time when maybe we do have the ability and the resources later on where we might say, hey, this is what I'm going to do for now. This is what I'd like to do. And that's what I said to my daughter too. Like we pulled a can of paint from the garage, uh, took a lot of stirring to get it functional again. <laughs> but I was like, you know what, this is what we're going to do for now. And and maybe later we'll be able to do some other things. And so we wanted just to get the ball the ball rolling. And it's amazing how when you do that, you actually realize you don't need as much as you thought. Like you, you can keep buying and buying and it never pulls it together. But when you just know the simple rules of design, it's amazing how placing it in a certain way. And it's just, it's amazing the magic that happens. And you actually probably don't even need to buy anything or maybe it's just one or two little fresh pieces. So, or painting those walls. So. Yeah. Well, I love that. Um, and I love that your, so your book is redesign, restore the heart and restore the home. So let's move on from our homes and let's just talk a little bit about the heart piece. Cause I know for a lot of us right now, um, we do kind of have this slow down time where we're thinking about a lot. And so, um, I want to know for you, um, what does, like, what does heart restoration mean to you? Well, the, they kind of go hand in hand when, when this book, um, I felt like the Lord just poured it out, um, on me one day and I had been wanting to teach people how to design their spaces, but in all my consulting years, I've seen so many people hire the designer because they're going through a huge transformation in their lives, whether it's a divorce or a death of a loved one, or they've moved. And, um, these are all big things. And, um, and a lot of times we live in these beautiful, pretty houses, but there's no point if our family is falling apart, right? There's a lot of anger, resentment. I've seen a lot of divorce happen, family and friends, and I've had to fight for my own family and it's, it's not easy. And so, it's so important that we have a peaceful home, um, you know, design wise, but even more so that we have that peaceful home, um, that our hearts are in the right place, that they're, they're finding healing and that we can just, um, enjoy one another instead of getting angry and, you know, slamming doors and feeling the resentment. So, um, that's where the heart piece comes in. So really, um, I actually take you through a little bit of a devotional slide to this um, in, in redesign and, and, um, just talk like, okay, it's like heart reflection questions. Where are you at? Where are you headed? What do you, you know, where's your focus at and, um, how to deal with those hurts and those pains that we've, you know, we often life happens. Right. And so we just need that heart check-in once in a while, like, and really just to love one another and how to do that and how to move forward and, in um, forgiveness and freedom. So. Well, I love that. And I think if people want a taste of 
what that looks like in your book. They can check you out in your blog as well. And um, I was on there and I came across this one piece from last May that just said, feeling hopeless, doing this one thing will change everything. And you were just talking about prayer. And I think right now, this is a time where a lot of people are feeling hopeless. Yeah. And so how are you experiencing hope in this season? It's incredible. Like I, I just feel this peace, which surpasses all understanding that the Bible talks about. And it really is. I am choosing to shut off the media and I can't look at a lot of Facebook right now. And I'm careful who I follow on Instagram right now. And I just, I have to shut it off. And I'm just taking that time to just spend time with the Lord, spending a little bit of time fasting and just extra time praying and just reflecting with him. And he, um, it's amazing how his voice is louder than the other ones when we do that. And so I'm just setting that um, kind of side just to hear his voice. And that's where the hope is coming in because my husband will give me daily reports of what's happening around us. And it's like, oh my goodness, that feels like, it feels like the world is ending and how are we going to move forward? How are we going to recover from this? And there's a lot of, there is a lot of hopelessness and there's a lot of fear and that's where the enemy wants us to be. He wants us to be confused and fearful, but the Lord's saying, no, just have faith and trust in in him at this moment. So, um, well, I love what you just shared and you know, you shared it very simply and just like, this is what I'm doing. Um, but I think for a lot of people that I've chatted with recently, there is this sense to which we almost need to be people who are a little more disciplined and a little more self-controlled. So I've talked to people who've said, yeah, I need to actually take care of myself in terms of sleep and um, going to bed a little bit earlier. And, and what you said was like, I'm not checking out media. I'm not following certain people or doing certain things at this time. And I think the way you said it sounds very simple, but it's actually very crucial. Um, is just saying, you know what, I'm choosing to guard my heart and my mind yeah. in this way. And so if you're listening and you feel like, hey, I've been feeling so swept up in all of this. And I, I've talked to people who said, you know, I have this insatiable hunger for more information and trying to almost like um, calm ourselves by getting the latest updates. And I think what Angela said is true in that um, we will, we'll still get the information we need, Yeah. yeah. right? Like we're going to get what we need to know about our safety and staying home and all of those things. Um, but feeding ourselves more information is in many ways, feeding ourselves more anxiety and fear. Right. And so the last thing you said there, I think is really key is that we want the voice of God to be louder than any other voice because his voice is that voice of peace. Yeah. And so for some of us, and I know I've been there in the last few weeks as well, for some of us, if we get in a place of feeling really anxious, we have to stop and say, hey, what voice have I been listening to? What have I been allowing in? And that's where um, we can't really play 
the victim and that we have to step up and say, okay, I need more self-control in not looking at media. I need more discipline and turning those things off. Um, but actually opening the word. Exactly. Scripture. It's actually feel like it's resonating more than ever right now. I feel like Mm. scripture is speaking to this moment so loud and clear. It's like, Whoa, (laughs) it's like God knew the future or something. Right. So his scripture does anchor us and there is more information than we need actually in scripture than the world is kind of you know, you're getting all kinds of different um, opinions and versions. And it's, it's very like, no one's on the same page, it feels like out there, right? Yeah, so at least totally. God knows where we're, where we're headed and scripture does, does yeah. tell us that. Well, I think you're right. I think there is that idea of we, I know my husband and I a few weeks ago said, hey, we read this one article, we feel calm and great. We feel, an- read another one, yep. we get, <laughs> the world is ending. And it is, it almost is like it's causing this confusion. Yeah. But when we go back to the word, we go back time with him, we go, oh yeah, you're still in control. You still have the world in your hands. You are still the one who provides peace that passes all understanding. And that's where I always come back to and go, oh yeah. And it's, we need to be reminding ourselves of that daily. So I think you're right in terms of who we follow. We can actually be following people who are building hope into us, building faith into us. Um, Are there other things you do either by yourself or with your family at this time, they're kind of helping build that hope and build that faith? Um, I definitely um, feel like I'm on Instagram a little bit, feeling like uh, the Lord wants to share, you know, his encouragement and stuff. And we actually, it's Sunday mornings. We've been setting that aside and doing church in our living room with our inner jammies and uh, watching the link that our church provides. Um, there's so many churches that are jumping on this bandwagon mm-hmm. um, with a link on Facebook and you can watch a sermon right in your living room. It's kind of fun. This last Sunday, we ended up doing communion and praying after together as a family. And, um, and then when we've heard hard news, right? Things are feeling like hopeless. We just stop and we mm-hmm. pray together as a family and just, um, yeah. So it, it's kind of neat to see um, gather the kids and teach them like, okay, who are we going to hope in, in this hopeless moment? Where are we going to, um, put our focus in this moment? So, yeah. And then there's, and how, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you that as well. Um, being a mom of teenagers who are obviously aware of what's going on, like my kids are little, so they're a little bit less aware. Um, how do you navigate those conversations with them when they have, questions and concerns. Right. I find like our kids are kind of like, oh, well, we have no school and they're, I mean, our son who's 13, he's just at that age where he wants to go and hang out with his friends at the pool and ice rink. And he was hoping to do that over spring break. And he's like, right. um, I think that's his biggest disappointment. And our 17 year old yeah. being like, okay, no, you can't actually go hang out with your friend at her house right now. And they've been really, really um, good about handling it, but just being honest with them, like to not plant the fear, but Hey, this is what we're choosing to do as a world right now. And this is what's mandated by the government. We're just going to trust where, you know, for this moment and we'll take it one day at a time and pray hard that we get out of this soon. Right. So yeah, um, just those. um, Yeah. And yeah. And then we're trying to make home as fun as we can. So, um, yeah, tell me some of the fun things okay. you guys have done. So last night, uh, we played Mario Kart <laughs> as a family, which is hard to gather your teenagers together, um, and uh, get them 
want to hang out with you. <laughs> I find um, my husband and I are actually eating dinner some nights by ourselves because the kids are, you know, busy with their things, right? So, um, but yeah, so it's neat um, to just play Mario Kart together and be silly and like, um, what else are you doing? Yeah, playing games and sometimes we pull up puzzles and like, you know, coloring and, and movies, lots of movies and yeah. And mostly it consists of us sitting in front of the TV and all the kids are on their own devices, but at least we're right. kind of in the same room. In the same proximity. And our oldest is 19 and living on her own in another province. And so that's hard because it's like, we both, my husband and I are like, we want our baby home during this time, yeah. but she's hunkered down there. And yeah, so yeah, okay. the new stage of life. It is. Well, Angela, I've so enjoyed having you on here. Where can people find you and more um, info about your book and more info about your course? Um, so you can go to my website at angelablock.com and you can connect with me there. There's You can subscribe to my email list where you get monthly newsletters with my updated blog posts or um, YouTube videos. I'm on YouTube, Instagram. I hang out on a lot and um Oh, and my book, yeah, again, is on amazon.com.ca and Chapters Indigo and all those other places. I have links to those you know, on, my, um, on my website as well. And uh, yeah, and there's, I do online consulting and from my website and that's where you can find my courses as well. So Awesome. Well, I want to add a special something. If for some reason this episode inspired you, to transform your space. Uh, maybe take a little before and after picture and then um, do it and tag it. Tag Angela, tag myself. We'd love to see it. Uh, we'd love to see you doing something that is providing you and your family with a little bit of hope and inspiration and creativity. And obviously we hope that this episode has drawn you closer to Jesus um, and the peace and hope we have in him as well. So Angela, thank you for being on and trust that this episode has taken you one step closer to thriving. Thanks so much for listening today. I really am so encouraged knowing how many of you are being encouraged by this message. And if you have found it helpful, would you mind just sharing it with a friend, leaving five stars or even a review wherever you listen to po podcasts, podcasts, keeping it super professional. Um, if you want to connect more with me, head over to Instagram where I'm at Jacqueline.Widener. Or if you want some free resources, head over to my website at JacquelineWidener.com. This has been an Extend Network production.